Happy Monday morning. It is March 20th. It is the first day of spring. May not feel like it outside, but it is truly the, the first day of spring. And here we are on another episode of Roadmap to Heaven together. I'm Adam Wright with you for the hour here on Covenant Network. Let's begin our day in prayer. In addition to our morning offering this morning, we are going to pray a memorari to St. Joseph as it is uh, the day we've transferred. Yesterday was the Solemnity of St. Joseph, but because it coincided with the fourth Sunday of Lent and that uh, on the table of liturgical days, the fourth Sunday of Lent takes precedence. Uh, Today we celebrate the Solemnity of St. Joseph this year. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who implored your help and sought your intercession was left unassisted? Full of confidence in your power, I fly unto you and beg your protection. Despise not, O guardian of the Redeemer, my humble supplication, but in your bounty, hear and answer me. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have to tell you, I'm having a, a weird morning so far, and we're only just a couple minutes into the show, but we've been doing some, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, I, I guess you could call it spring cleaning, that you say, oh, I'm going to put this up, and it's just going to be temporary, and then it ends up not being temporary, and then you're like, oh, I actually kind of like this here, I want to leave this here for a long time, and then before you know it, you've got like a, a mess of cables, or a mess of this, or a mess of that, so here in the studio, we've been trying to clean some of that up at my desk, and our engineer was very gracious to take that upon himself Friday afternoon and um everything is like exactly where it's supposed to be but something just feels off and i don't know what i'm like goldilocks here you know actually i'm more like the three bears you know some something's just not right here but that's neither here nor there today on the show we've got a lot for you we're going to be talking about saint joseph today Um, we're also going to be talking about ministering to those around us and paul and Kay halfman from d6 ministries are going to be with us a little later on in the morning to talk about the joy of spousal love it's not only a program that they're presenting this coming weekend it is something that for those of us who are married we are called to each and every day for more on that you're going to have to stay tuned for them but first let's go to mike roberts for today's weather in the saint of the day today is the feast day of saint martin of braga born in 520 in what is now hungary little is known about his early years except that he had a greek education however we do know that when martin was a young man he made a pilgrimage to palestine where he became a monk There he met a group of pilgrims whom he followed to what is now Portugal to bring the word of the Lord to those who had not heard it, but also to fight a heresy which denied Christ's humanity. Taking a strategic approach, he befriended King Theodomer and won the admiration of the royal family. Then he converted the king and his entire court before moving on to their subjects. Martin founded numerous monasteries and became a prolific ecclesiastical writer, especially known for his moral treaties. He spent more than a quarter of a century growing the new Christian community and was successful in rooting out the last remnants of paganism. In 550, he was made bishop and then archbishop of Braga. He died in 580. St. Martin of Braga, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed faith.
Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Yesterday, we went over to my in-laws' house for our girls to take piano lessons from my mother-in-law. And while we were there, my wife and I were watching a program about New Mexico with my father-in-law. And he said, hey, do you remember being there? And my wife said, yes, I do remember going to the Loretto Chapel in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Do you know about this one where the staircase of Loretto has two mysteries, at least, the identity of its builder and how the structure was built? It's a fascinating story, if you don't know it. In 1852, the Bishop of Santa Fe uh, asked for the construction of the Chapel of Our Lady of Light, inspired by the Saint Chapelle. It was placed under the care of the Sisters of Loretto. The architect forgot one important thing, a way to get to the choir loft from the nave of the church. And they said, well, we can't build you know, a regular staircase. The architect died after they uh, discovered this problem. Everything had been constructed. Uh, it would take up too much room. There's there's really no way we can do it. You should just tear the whole choir loft out and, and forget about it. And then a carpenter showed up and said, I will, according to the stories that have been passed down, I will build you stairs, but I want absolute privacy while I do this. And the carpenter locked himself in the chapel for three months. And when he left, it could, you know, he just finished and left. There was a beautiful staircase that just defies physics. It defies all uh, known carpentry. And it's a spiral staircase without a center column that just goes up to the choir. No nails, no glue, just wood. And um, it's, it's an amazing thing. You should look it up if you get a chance and read about the stairwell on this Feast of St. Joseph. Some say that it was St. Joseph himself who built the stairs. I don't know. Maybe one day we will know. We're going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. Prayer for the gift of prudence. Jesus Artful master of parables, your prudence eluded the hypocrites. Your actions were known before creation, displaying all the wisdom of your prudence. Eternity must have attended to minutia. Being prudent in your best interest, you considered all potential consequences, securing the outcome of your earthly life. Grant me the prudence to always be cautious and sensitive to the basic needs of others. Jesus, you have shown great foresight. Prudence truly originates from your being. Amen. Paul and Kay Halfman with D6 Ministries are empowering parents to pass the faith on to their children. And, you know, I have to say, as a parent in this modern age, it is one of those things I am grateful for every last tip, trick, insight, uh, mistake of others I can learn from, successes of others I can learn from. Because if the idea is, well, can't someone else just teach the faith to our our kids? The answer is no. Uh, We have to have an integral part of that. And one of the uh, things that's very important for teaching our kids is how we react with one another as spouses. So we're going to be talking about spousal love and marriage and passing the faith on to our children. Paul and Kay, it is great to have you back with us here on Roadmap to Heaven. Thanks for having us back. All right. So first and foremost, what brings you in today is actually an event coming up at the end of March, uh, Joy of Spousal Love Couples Evening Retreat at St. Justin Martyr Parish in Crestwood, Missouri, uh, 530 to 8 p.m. It, it's a uh, dinners included with the cost. Uh, what a wonderful evening to celebrate the joy of spousal love. It is. It's really an honor to be a part of it. This is an event that was put together by the Family Life Office of the Archdiocese. And Sister Maureen Martin and her team kind of put a lot of it together. 
and uh, Marge Kathalinas at St. Justin and some other, I think, DREs have been working on putting it all together. And really the idea behind the retreat, I think, is to really strengthen our marriages, but also, I think, to take our everyday events, sometimes even the, the chores that we have to do with our children or the things that we have to do in the household, and how do we transform them into holiness? How do we grow through those things? And I think kind of at the heart of it is we want to grow closer to Christ in all that we do. So that's kind of, I think, a little bit about what the retreat's going to be about. I just heard a title for St. Joseph recently. I was reminded of one uh, patron of domestic life or guardian of domestic life. And I'm like, okay, that's just humbling because St. Joseph just told me I have to do the dishes and help with the laundry and take the trash out. But, you know, Paul and Kay, as we talk about this, I mean, anybody with kids knows how busy it can be between the sports and the extracurricular activities and wanting to take our children to go do fun things and all of this, that it can be pretty overwhelming. And sometimes the first thing we decide to cut is the time with one another and it's like well do we really have time for date night because we've got to get this kid to soccer and that kid to scouting and that kid to uh, yearbook and that kid to tutoring or whatever it may be and that's in many ways almost a fatal mistake to say we're going to cut ourselves out of our priorities and just focus on our children right right so one thing you know paul and i have said is that one of the best things we can do for our children is to love each other and to demonstrate that, you know, to our children so that they see us having that date night. And, you know, sometimes when the kids were so little and there were so many of them, just as a reminder, we have seven children, 15 year age span. And, you know, sometimes we just couldn't get away, but we would have an evening where, you know, we would just say, okay, kids, you know, we, we did our prayers and, you know, pajamas and we lay them down. And then it's like, mom and dad are gonna have some time just for mom and dad. And maybe that was we were going to watch a movie or just sit and sit on the couch and talk about our days or, you know, the week or whatever it was, you know. Um, but we also have a married couples small group that we meet once a month. And that was kind of a built in. We made it a built in date night once a month. So like we would go to other people's houses, but we would go out for dinner beforehand. You know, sometimes it was only steak and shake. Other times, you know, we would actually have a nice sit down meal, but you know, not the steak and shake's not a good meal, but you know, just to, you know, have some time one-on-one, the two of us. So a steak dinner is a steak dinner. Well, it's ground <laughs> up and on a bun or, or not. It, it, it's, it's a good meal, but you know, the, you bring up a great point and that's that it doesn't have to be extravagant. Like, we're not talking about every month you have to have a getaway to the Bahamas. I mean, if you want to take uh, some time and send my wife and I to the Bahamas, we'll go. <laughs> we'll uh, go. We'll, yeah, we'll throw that out there. <laughs> but it, it could be getting drive through and sitting at the park. And, you know, I think one of the best dates Beth and I ever had was working the concession stand together at a basketball game because we both thought the other was going to do something else. It's like, well, I showed up and then she showed up and I'm like, what are you doing here? She says, what are you doing here? Said, Where are the kids? Well, they're with my parents. Well, let's both work then. And we had a great afternoon. And you got paid. Or you got your, you know, volunteer time in. <laughs> yeah. The volunteer time. There you go. Mandatory Catholic service. We got that. Yeah. So how, how can we, what are some of those simple things, Paul? I mean, you mentioned that, that through domestic life, uh, date night. How can we exude that holiness and that love for one another in the simple every day? Mother Teresa said that doing ordinary things 
with great love can lead to extraordinary things. And I think just keeping that in mind, something we, we like to talk about is making your, your home a little Nazareth, meaning looking at the Holy Family, Mary and Joseph, and and Jesus, and how they lived their ordinary life. You know, the life, the obscure life that wasn't not really written about in the Bible. But I often think of St. Joseph. He's really my model, since, especially since the year of St. Joseph a couple years ago. And I can see St. Joseph say he's got to make a table. So he's out there, and he's cutting, and he's sawing, and he's sanding and planing, and he's building this table. But as he does it, there's this—I can just vision him— smiling and whistling because he knows that this hard work is going to ultimately be the table to feed Mary and to feed Jesus. And because of that, he does that work with joy. And and I try to take that on. I share a lot of times that um, where we live, there's there's a lot of woods and there's a lot of trees and a lot of overgrowth. And, and so I'm often outside with my chainsaw or with something cutting and trimming. And you know, I get tired of doing that, (laughs) but I think of Joseph, and that's what he would do. So that's taking an ordinary thing and basically doing it with love, and that leads to holiness. All right. Now, before I let you go, I want to ask Kay, what's the the best simple date Paul's ever taken you on? Did you say the best simple date? Yeah. Gosh. You know what? I I think back to now, okay, so it was our anniversary, and— you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything special, but we we got food. I think we got sandwiches, deli sandwiches, and we went down to um, down to the Mississippi River, and just we ate our sandwiches, and we and I think we even had a bottle of wine, and uh, <laughs> and we just sat there, you know, and it's, it's it was so simple, but it was just the two of us, and nice. I don't know if that was the very best, but that's the one that comes It, it, it ranks near the top. How many years married now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 34. 34. 34 uh, you both agreed on that. That's <laughs> really good. It'll be 35 very, very, very soon. All right. Joy of Spousal Love is a couple's evening retreat featuring Paul and Kay Halfman as the guest speakers. They're from D6 Ministries. For more information on that, you can go to stjustinmartyr.org. That's stjustinmartyr.org. But if you'd like to learn more about empowering yourself and empowering other parents you know to pass the faith on to your children, and you want to know more about D6 Ministries, where can our listeners go? Go to d6ministries.org. Or like us on Facebook or Instagram. All right, there you have it. We're going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Paul and Kay, once again, thanks for being with us. Don't go anywhere. Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Oh, what consolation, what sweetness, what confidence, what emotion fill my soul when I pronounce thy sacred name or even only think of thee. I thank God for having given thee for my good, so sweet, so powerful, so lovely a name. But I will not be content with merely pronouncing thy name. Let my love for thee prompt me ever to hail thee, mother of perpetual help. We do have our catechism this morning, and it's going to be about St. Joseph in 2021. 
which doesn't seem like it was that long ago, and actually is starting to seem like it was that long ago. But in the year 2021, Pope Francis added new invocations. He added seven new invocations to the Litany of St. Joseph. Do you know what those seven invocations are? I'll give you a clue. Here they are in Latin. Custos Redemptoris Serve Christi Minister Salutis Fulcimen in Difficultatibus Petrone Exulum Patrone Afflictorum Patrone Pauperum. If your Latin's good, and my pronunciations are getting a little rusty here. It's been a while. Guardian of the Redeemer, Servant of Christ, Minister of Salvation, Support in Difficulties, Patron of Exiles, Patron of the Afflicted, and Patron of the Poor. We now pray those when we pray the Litany of St. Joseph. Before we go to the weather here and take a break, I was talking earlier about the uh, chapel in Santa Fe, New Mexico, with the staircase, um, the, the miraculous staircase. If you would like to read more about that, I'll save you the, the work of going to find it. Just go to facebook.com slash roadmap radio, and we've linked an article there. It's really fascinating. I mean, there's a lot of prayer involved leading up to this. There's a lot of a lot of fascinating details. It's worth the read. But head over to facebook.com slash roadmap radio. And a little bit later this morning, we'll have the podcast of today's show up there, plus podcasts of previous episodes. In the meantime, let's go to Mike Roberts for another check of the weather, and then we'll get you the daily dose of encouragement. Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who implored your help and sought your intercession were left unaided. Full of confidence in your power, I fly unto you and beg your protection. Despise not, O guardian of the Redeemer, my humble supplication, but in your bounty Hear and answer me. Amen. Happy Monday. It is time for a new daily dose of encouragement, and not just a new dose, but a new theme for the week. Patty Schneier is with us. Patty, what do we have to look forward to this week? Well, in all of these daily dose of encouragements that I've been giving now for almost two years, um, I just want to let people know that it's really just a sharing of what is going on in my own prayer life, what I'm reading, what I'm learning, and what I'm taking in from the world around me. I just want to share those things with others. Others, um, I, I don't. I'm not an expert on anything. I will only let people know that. But I am often asked to give talks and presentations, and so I work very hard on a new topic. And this week, I want to share a new talk that I have written. I've been asked to speak recently, quite often, to parents, parents of Catholic school children. I've been invited to different schools in the archdiocese and the topic that's on so many people's hearts and minds right now is how do we pass the faith on to our children and of course i've given lots of different ideas throughout these daily dose of encouragement but this week i want to focus in on some of the nuggets that i'm going to share with these parents and so i thought why not share them with everyone so the first nugget i want to just say is be bold and intentional that is got to be crucial for all parents who want to pass the faith on to your children you've been given this baton You've got to pass it on. If you're in a relay race, you're running the race. The faith is that baton, and you want to pass it on to your kids. You've got to be bold and intentional. And the first area I would say, most importantly, 
be bold and intentional about the Eucharist. The Eucharist. We have to teach our children that Catholicism is not just another option among many. It is the fullness of Christianity, and it's what sets us apart is the Eucharist. It's all about the food. I have a whole talk about talking about the food. It's all about the food. Fulfillment of the Old Testament, the Passover, fulfillment of manna in the desert, everything in the Psalms. It's all about tasting and seeing the goodness of the Lord. All of it is fulfilled in the Eucharist. And in Jesus, his whole life, He's screaming, really, his whole life is screaming the Eucharist from the moment he was born in Bethlehem, house of bread. Where was he laid? In the manger, a food trough. His first miracles, of course, changing water into wine and then multiplying the loaves and the fish. Everything is always pointing to the Eucharist. So I want our parents to be able to have conversations with their children about this beautiful gift of the Eucharist, how it was Jesus's parting gift to us, the most important thing. And then I want to leave you with this thought. Every parent, you know that to be alive, your child needs two things, food and drink. You know it. Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full. So we must have food and and drink in order to even be alive. So this is the gift that Jesus has given us. And I want our parents to be bold and teach your children we become what we eat. So be intentional, especially about the Eucharist. Strong words, but necessary words and words I am glad that Patty has shared with us today. This is another week that I know I'm going to look forward to as we pass the faith on to our children. Yesterday, we were sitting on the couch, and I said to my wife, do you like the couch here? And she said, I don't know, because earlier we had moved the couch. In fact, I had rearranged all of the furniture in the living room, and with the the coming of spring, it was time for some deep cleaning, that spring cleaning, and as I was moving furniture, I thought, well, I'm going to put this back where it was. I'm going to move things around and shuffle things around, and there's pros and there's cons, and we haven't decided how we feel about it. We might put everything back. We don't know, but one thing I do know for certain When we moved the bookcase out, you know, there was some dust back there that who knows how long it's been back there. There was dust on some of the the dust covers of the books that I'm glad the books had dust covers. And it just goes to show that when I put these things off, which I'm notorious for doing around the house, uh, you know, I don't like to dust, but we should do it, right? And we put it off and put it off for who knows how long, probably years, It was a lot more work to clean up than it would have been if I would have just every now and then dusted a little bit. You know, today we're going to dust these bookshelves. Tomorrow we'll clean this part. You know, Thursday we'll clean that part. Saturday next week we'll we'll clean these rooms. You know, instead of just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, it's just a lot easier to keep up with it regularly. So if you're inspired by spring cleaning around your home and you're saying this would be a lot better if I wouldn't put this off, if you're like me. I want to encourage you, do a little spring cleaning of the soul. Actually, let our Lord do the spring cleaning of the soul. Go to him in the sacrament of reconciliation. You know what you are carrying around, that extra weight. And if you're like me, you fall into uh, temptation sometimes, and you just don't want to admit it. But we have to admit it. You don't want to do it again. You've got, you're, you're contrite. You're sorry. You don't want to do it again. You You want to change. I mean, it's... You really want to change, but you don't want to have to admit it. Well, we have to. 
And it's a beautiful sacrament, and I just want to encourage you. Here's the great thing. Unlike cleaning the house regularly, where if you clean a little bit every day, it helps keep it clean longer, if you make a good confession regularly, not only does it make it easier over the long run, you get grace to avoid sin. Our Lord will help you with that purpose you have of avoiding sin or even temptation or the occasion of sin. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. Saint Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That said, if anybody wants to come over and help clean my house, I am. I will open the door. Until next time, for Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. You've been listening to Roadmap to Heaven. Do not forget to pray your rosary today.